Yeah, we can do that. We can just have it fade in. So, officially, unofficially, we are let chat with... Mel and Kyle. Yeah. But today we've got... Jessica. Ellen. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's in this, but he's not. So, he, 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 may, he may participate. But he's here. Purely he's, moral support. Yeah, yeah. So, today we're chatting with friends. Literally with friends. Literally with our friends. So uh, Jessica and Steve are home brewers, and they brought over some cool stuff. Uh, uh, this is a ginger beer. Well, one or... was the ginger beer that I had before. The other ones are water kefirs. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a water kefir. So well, is this pineapple water kefir? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's no, why I no mixed booze in that. No, I no, mixed it with the grapefruit right. rattler, then I added the lemon vodka, the lemon infused vodka. Or okay. the vodka yeah. infused lemon. <laughs> well, it depends on how you want it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on the ratio, which one you can go Right now, yeah. got half and half. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah, I did add some Jameson to this one. Um, I really like the pineapple. I like, I the, like pineapple. the pineapple too. I think that one would be yeah. a really good one to like do a rather type with get some wheat beer yeah. with pineapple mm-hmm. in there yum yeah so then jess what are you drinking um i'm drinking a hodgepodge of uh the blueberry water kefir and some cherry coke Ooh. and a tiny bit of leftover the lemon vodka infusion how does that mm. work the the blueberry and cherry coke all right uh, is it delicious it's all right yeah pretty <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> Real fruity. Cherry and, cherry, and blueberries. Cherry berry. So so today we, we we tried to be somewhat serious about a topic, which we're going to try to do, but our whole thing is, is that we know we're not going to stay on it for too long. But we're trying to do uh, conspiracy theories that interested us. It doesn't have to be super serious or anything like that. Oh, right? they're all serious. That's awesome. real, right? Well, real. <laughs> we have to believe them yes. in our heart of hearts. Yes, to be able to. Conspiracy at, least, at least enough to want to like do a, a, a smidget of research, right, <laughs> Melissa? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, I won't do my homework ever. <laughs> didn't do it in high school, didn't do it in college, not going to do it for this podcast. There you go. Straight C pluses. <laughs> Need a D to pass, baby. <laughs> As I sit here with three pages, yeah, right. <laughs> you can tell who did their homework and <laughs> felt very obligated to do it for this podcast. Didn't find a lot though. Mine's so. All right, you well, three let's, pages, though? let's start with let's start with yours. What did you um, <laughs> what did you research? <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. We got to talk about Ellen's drinking. Oh shit! Oh, like I, I'm. We're not gonna hop right into these. Just just yeah. polished off the cherry coke, but that's definitely going to segue <laughs> into some strawberry magic from the Cider Boys, which is probably my favorite cider beverage that exists on the planet so right your, now. Is that your favorite flavor, though? That- uh, yeah. Where are they For based sure. out of? Michigan. Uh, Let me find out. <laughs> Florida. Michigan. Michigan. I thought Florida. they were Florida. Michigan. Michigan. I, I don't know. I was curious. You got that at Pines and Pines, right? Um, Wisconsin. Uh, oh. Close enough. Wisconsin. So close. I was way closer. <laughs> but it's super dope. Um, okay. Yeah. And I anytime think... I get it, I buy like two six packs. Well, how about we have that at Pines and Pines? I think we have. Or we've had the Cider Boys. Yes, we've had we've Cider, had Boys. Cider Boys. I don't Boys remember. There. It might have been Grand Mimosa. Yes. Um, yes. Which is also delish. That one's really good. Yes. So yes. if I want to give shout outs to them and they want to send me stuff, of course I'd be <laughs> delighted. Um, not that we're anywhere near that level of fandom or, you know, right. fame. But Cider Boys is by far my favorite cider that I've ever had. And their strawberry magic is the bomb. It's so good. It's like drinking an alcoholic gun. What's it called? Um, Slushy. Fruity, no, like fruit punch. The uh, like the fruit roll-ups. Oh, yes. <laughs> alcohol so, roll-up. My five-year-old self. Write that down. Loves it. We're gonna copy that right. Copyright that right now. Copyright what? The alcoholic fruit roll-ups. Yeah, it's like an alcoholic fruit roll-up. It's amazing. <laughs> Super delicious. Anyway, <laughs> that's our next project. Yeah. yeah. And Do then, you know what are you drinking, Steve? 
Robert the Bruce? Is that what you guys? Uh, Robert the Bruce from uh, Three Floyds. I can speak that about it for him. Robert the Bruce, it was my favorite for a while back in college till I discovered and appreciated Zombie Dust okay. a little bit more, but we love Three Floyds. Yeah. Well, I mean, this one's a, a Scottish ale, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and, and then Zombie Dust is a pale ale. Yes. I like I like Robert the Bruce. Actually, it's one of my favorite Scottish ales, uh, at least American. He's giving the okay. It's yeah. okay. He's silent Steve. <laughs> you don't know if he's here or not. Yeah. It could it could be an imaginary dude. We're just a side character. Yeah, yeah. We don't have video. Just the silent Steve, right? <laughs> Great Jay and Silent Bob. We got picture proof. He was here though. Mm. I don't know <laughs> if pictures can be doctored. True. True. As we True. know from some of our. Uh, uh, conspiracy theories today, right? So, well, Ellen? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that there needed to be any doctoring because my cons- conspiracy theory is that Katy Perry is actually jean Bonnet Ramsey grown up. And so, I'll be honest, if you go down this rabbit hole, it's not very deep. There's not a whole lot of shit. It's pretty easy to debunk that it's not real. When did this come up? Like uh, 2014, there was a YouTuber named Dave Johnson and he just went on there and started talking about how their pictures, look at pictures of JonBenet, like all the ones that got plastered all over the internet when she was murdered, um, and look at Katy Perry grown up, and you will see that they resemble each other. And if you look at JonBenet's parents, and you- have you, to like squint your eyes to like- I, that, that, Hey, I'm just gonna say pull it up on your phone and you might you might agree. And then if you look at JonBenet's parents and you look at Katy Perry's parents, I did not do this. But if you did, he argued that they resembled each other as well. And really? Again, I didn't look them up. Didn't look them up. Couldn't hardly. I mean, you can find pictures of Jean Benet Ramsey's parents all over the place because oh, they, they were, were on all the, over news. the news. Like they were constantly like They're still on the news. Yeah, they. Well, she's deceased. Jean Benet's mom's life. Yes. She died of ovarian cancer. Like I think it was in 2006. I read, and um, but dad's still around. But like, I'm looking the, at their picture the now. They look nothing alike. Maybe the mom with the Karen haircut. But. Yeah, like, I have no clue. Like, but that video even, I was like, oh, I should look up this video that originated. It's been taken down. So, like, uh, yeah. guy went on YouTube. Of course. Um, and his, That's what here's the man his, would want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, do you want to know why, <laughs> though? <laughs> like, here's the best part. But the, the whole premise was that John and Ramsey did not die in 1996, but rather she was kidnapped by somebody as some elaborate Illuminati conspiracy <laughs> that the parents staged the death. And later she resurfaced as Katy Perry in 2008 when I Kissed a Girl came out. Yeah. And the crazy thing is... says staying in the shadows, like becoming uh, like the country's biggest pop. pop star. Yeah. But here's the, cra- the crazy thing. It was that the concept was she, they sacrificed JonBenet Ramsey's childhood to help her to the Illuminati to help her become like a massive star later on. <laughs> like Homegirl as a six-year-old already had some like awards under her belt. Like she was winning things as a beauty yeah, pageant. Six years old. Yeah, like yeah. mom was like stage mom, like cray cray, because mom was, I think, Miss West Virginia yeah, in the seventies. Yeah, I have all this extra information I probably won't even mention. Like I wrote down a lot of stuff. By the way, if you ever do look at the JonBenet Ramsey case and Look, I watched a documentary a while back, but if you look at all the information, they just really can't make up their mind at all. What happened? Like, there's been a lot of blame on that the parents, like that maybe the, her older brother Burke, who was nine at the time, yes. was somehow accidentally did something, but she died of a strangulation and a blunt force to her head. How does a nine year old? I mean, I guess maybe, but still, I just couldn't fathom it. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, no, that's the big thing. It, yeah. Burke, and the, they, hashtag Burke did it. Yes. It was an accident. Yeah. They yep. tried to cover it yep. up. Yeah. Like, just call, just yes. report it as an accident. Right. But then the they did some handwriting analysis on the ransom note, and it was $118,000 in the ransom note. Like, that's a very specific dollar amount. It was the ma- amount the that amount. his bonus was that year. Yeah. And they rode Dude, out. You guys are like, Dude. Oh, true crime. We we'll got we'll this. do the true crime podcast. <laughs> this is this is amazing. I love and it. And so when they wrote out one thousand, what was it, a hundred and eighteen thousand? They instead of like numerical one, they wrote out zero or a O N E, like wrote out the num- word the word oh, one okay. instead of the digit. The yeah. digits. Huh. That's crazy. 
But like, the, there's that. all. And in Patsy's, when they did her handwriting, she did the same thing. Yes. And so. Who does that? Patsy <laughs> found the letter, but yet, like, it looks like she wrote yeah. the letter as mm-hmm. well. So, but then there's some DNA evidence um, off and on that's like now that Patsy's gone, but still they, they're the most recent DNA evidence, which I think they said was 26, 2012 or 2016. They keep going back to it. It's actually an open murder case still. Yeah. Um, they haven't like closed it, solved it, whatever. But the most recent one, they exonerated, not exonerated, but they pretty much like said, oh, parents didn't do it. There's an unknown DNA, actually two mm-hmm. unknown DNA samples on her clothing and or body or under her nails. Yeah. Um, that don't match any of the family. And they actually went so far as it, 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 it's like a Hispanic male for one of them or something. I don't know. I, 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 went, I went down. Part. I didn't. That's a huge rabbit hole to go down is the JonBenet Ramsey murder. Oh, yeah. Just that. Uh, but the whole Katy Perry is JonBenet. Like, okay, Katy Perry is six years older than JonBenet. Yeah. Okay? I was going to say, what is the age and, difference on that? And. Yeah. Right. But there's here's the thing. <laughs> if, the, if the whole premise was that. Katy Perry was Jean Benet and was laying low from like the death in 96 and then resurfaced in 2008. Then why is there so much record of 2001 to 2008 of Katy Perry getting signed to different record labels and getting dropped? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we'll sign you. Oh, you're getting dropped. Oh, we'll sign you. You're getting dropped. Like, she did it as a gospel artist. She got dropped from a label. She did it two or three times from secular pop music. Oh, her parents were like full on super religious Pentecostal pastors. Yeah. 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 So that's nothing like the Ramseys. Right. Right. But I think another part of that conspiracy was she was six years old beauty queen being over sexualized. So so she was kidnapped and given to a really religious family. Yeah. Totally get it. But yeah, there's just too much history of those years that just does not overlap. So that was easy. Like, huh? If we're doing Mythbusters, that is a bust. So, final verdict? Oh, fake. Fake. Absolutely fake. There's, seriously, if you ever want to look in some true crime, like, I highly recommend the job in your So, you'll watch the, I don't I wish I remembered what the name of the... It's on Netflix. Yeah, it? the Netflix documentary. It was worth watching, but at the same time, you're like, I think the parents are guilty, but then you're like... Yeah, I think the interview with Dr. Phil yeah. kind of recently did not help anything. Yeah, it yeah. didn't help at all. Yeah. And then she had, like, other older siblings, but they were from his, the dad's first marriage. So I wonder and what they have to say about didn't anything. Didn't the dad start dating Natalie Holloway's mom? The girl that disappeared on, like, spring break so, and... Uh, like in the Caribbean? Yeah. Mm, that's, that's not... That's I weird. think that's that, weird. Yeah, that's yeah. just weird. Yeah. I think maybe in their like mind they they're bonding kind of over, over their yeah, tragedies. Yeah. Yeah, it's just super. Life insurance policies. <laughs> I don't But they're know. already super rich. They really are. Well, and that's another thing. I mean, well, his bonus was 118000 in 1996. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and they lived in that, like, super Boulder. rich community of Boulder. Mm-hmm. Although, so they like. Lived, they, they lived in Golden. Or Golden, yeah, wasn't it? Boulder. Was it Boulder? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's all right. Yep. They're going to make some things up. Anyway, <laughs> it's all a mess. Like they've, they've, they've had the DAs there, the district attorneys say, oh, we're not pursuing it anymore. They're clearly innocent. And then like as a new person's come into play, they're like, nope, that woman just wanted to find a reason to, you know, get the parents off the hook because she, the old DA, couldn't imagine a mom ever doing that to her child. And it's like, well, just because you can't fathom it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Have yeah. you have you listened to, to other true crime? True crime? Yeah. Whew. Some like Shoot, yeah. stuff. Shoot, we listened to some wackadoo stuff today on a podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Hey. Yeah. It's crazy. So, okay, fake. so let's... Any tr- any relevance to... What do you guys think? You think it's, Do you agree it's fake? Yeah. I agree. I think, yeah, I think Burke did it. He killed her. I yeah. I kind of do, too. I, yeah, that's right. I, mean, I do it think it might have been an accident, but, but then how do you explain the strangulation? I mean, was was do they do they think that she died of the blunt force she or the died strangulation? Of, well, she died by asphyxiation of strength by strangulation due to I'm gonna what's that um due to cranial cerebral trauma. So she died asphyxia by strangulation caused by cranial cerebral trauma. So like so she got all hit with a lit, is it a lit, ligature? What it's like they ligature. They, there's a fancy word for what they said. They said the the, crap, the the tool that was used to strangle her was still around her neck. Yeah, like when they found her, and that she had a massive head wound. So yeah, so even like that a nine-year-old. Either. So I still don't know that so, I believe the nine-year-old yeah. 
did it, but I think the parents know more than him. Yeah, like it was a, yeah. he hit her because she was probably annoying and crying. And got everything and she got wanted. Got everything she wanted. Her, her body was found in the basement, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere was in like a wine cellar down in the like, basement. And it took seven hours from them, her being missing for them to find her. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know house might be big, but how did it take that many hours to find her? Yeah. Unless she were staged or something. I just yeah. don't yeah. know. And then they did the big no-no. They called all their friends yeah. to come over to the Disturbed house. The so the frenzy. whole, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, they and they called like their best friends before calling the police and so many. There's so many, yeah, where it just that, doesn't. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Yep. So damn. So clearly, Katy Perry is not Jamini Ramsey, but we're pretty sure that the Ramseys know exactly who killed their daughter. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, I could go on and on and on about that, but this is not a true crime. Just right crime. That's what it is. Well, let's go into the next one. Jess, you want to go on yours? What was your oh, topic? Oh, I absolutely can't. We <laughs> might uh, really get into this. So we'll see. I'm excited about this. Yeah, mine okay. was easy, quick. So the main idea was around the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Love those. Whoever's listening might sort of recognize what's going on around that. The overarching conspiracy theory is the Mandela Effect. Okay. So the Mandela Effect basically is it's a collective misremembering of a fact, event, aspect of culture and it got its name in 2010 from the self-described and i'm having quotes paranormal consultant named fiona broom (laughs) in reference to her false memory of the death of the south african leader nelson mandela uh dying in the 1980s he actually died in 2013 so that's where the name came from so but one of the main um mandela effect phenomenon is what's around the bernstein bears because uh, it generated a and lot how do you more buzz. Okay, <laughs> how do you want to spell it? I have no clue. Uh, pick me, pick me. Ellen, I picked you. Yeah, capital B. Oh, good. Go, go. Yay! Oh, e R E N S T E I N. Very close. All right, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot. B E R N S T. So let me spell the first part right. (laughs) It's B E R E N. Baron. Baron. And then S T E I N. That's how I grew up thinking it It was spelled. It is A I N. If you look at a book right now, it's Baron Stain. That immediately makes me think of poop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay with this. Baron Stain. Stain. So has anyone ever asked? The Bernstein Stein Steins, uh, how they pronounce their name. And I'm trying to remember from the cartoons, like, did they ever say their names? Because even the kids were like brother and sister bear. Like, they, yeah. they didn't yeah. even have names. It was like mother and father. So why did they have a last name? So no, that's you know, my that's a question. Good, all right, so that's a whole fucking rabbit hole <laughs> right there. Like, Wait, why, why did they, they even have, have names? A last name? Right. So, yeah. how is it really? Sp- it's A I N. It's A I N. Okay. Is how Stain. it's spelled. Okay. Uh, so, different explanations for this around the Mandela effect is either around the theory based on quantum mechanics <laughs> <laughs> that people experience it have slid between parallel realities. That's one theory. Another one suggests we were basically living in the matrix and these memory glitches, if you misremembering mis- this, is a glitch in the matrix. Well, <laughs> and this is with our perception of reality. And what? They created this. Theory when? Uh, well, the name came up around uh, 2010. Okay, so let's think about like social media. Uh, all the time, I'm like, did that happen in real life? Did I see it on social media? There is a psychological... Did I witness that? Yeah. So I kind of feel like that, that's have, the like, new Mandela It's effect. almost like a is that a real is, is that a real memory? Yeah. Did I make that up? Yeah. Did I see that in real life? There is a psychological term where, like, a huge group of people misremember the same thing. Yeah. Uh, that I don't think I. I had think that's part of the Mandela effect. Written that down, but yeah, that is essentially what the Mandela effect. That's the new colloquial yeah. name for it these days. But um, basically, even according to Stan Berenstain's Berenstein Berenstain, how are you spell with A I N? Basically, the author. The author's son said even way back when people were misspelling their last name 
for the the TV series for the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> yes, I just looked that up. And there was a picture a person had put of the front of the book with the AIN. But when they also took a picture of, like, remember how you had, used to have cable guides? Mm-hmm. Oh, E-I-N yeah. In the cable mm. So oh. everybody was misspelling it. So it just I. led to a collective, uh, like, Belief? what? Uh, a misconception, misspelling of. I will say, everyone says it's Bernstein, and you would, you would spell yeah, that E I N. And one of the main arguments is that, you know, with the Bernstein Bear books, there's the books that you read when you were learning how to read, learning how yep, to pronounce. So when um, your parents would read them to you, you would imagine it being spelled a very certain way because that's how you're learning to read and right. write using mm-hmm. those books. How does everyone misremember, misremember the same thing? Right, that's, yeah. That's what Even my parents Steve's did. Even Steve's cousin, like, it was one Christmas, he partially ruined it by bringing out this fact. And uh, one of his cousins was like, no, no, it's not AIN. They ran upstairs, grabbed a book, and was bringing it down. It's like, see, it's not, oh my God, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish I had my childhood books. I really, really, really want to go look at them because in my mind, I can envision the cover and my brain wants to put EIN. I can't see the AIN. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's crazy. I can see the font and everything. Yeah, those are my books. Those are my like jam. Semi cursive looking. Yeah, yeah. Kind of that font. thick cursive yeah. where you can definitely make shit. out the letters. You can remember it. Yeah, but. yeah. it's crazy. Huh? So, what? <clears throat> what? What? what have you come to like any kind of conclusion or? Uh, I just totally want to believe the parallel universe theory. <laughs> yeah, talk more about that. Like, explain that to my people brain. It's like you're in a different timeline. So for some reason, all these groups of people that remember it spelling being spelled E-I-N was from a different timeline. Somehow there's some kind of jump or shift over that while we are in the timeline where it's always spelled A-I-N. So were you on that timeline jump as well, Jess? Were you E-I-N? Oh, I always remember it. We were on the journey together. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, that's how I always thought it was. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't know if that you know thinking back now as an adult, like if it's because of me and my like knowledge of German as a language and like my mom always pronouncing you know Bernstein and then me be like you know you see like especially like Jewish German last names they pronounce it when it's the the E-I-N. E before I yeah you know in German it would be like my Stein, last name but a lot of German Jews especially uh, around World War II and afterwards pronounce it Steen to distinguish mm-hmm. themselves yep. but that's how I always you know in my head. Did you think like that as a child? Because that's a pretty advanced I know, I said, I said oh, okay. as an adult, like, looking back. Yeah. Okay. But, as, but my like, mom was... I was a very dumb child. Yeah. <laughs> like, I kind of had that explained to me in high school because my last name is S-E-I-B, but it's German. So that's yes. why it's Seib, not Seib. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you take the second letter when you have double vowels, right? In German. Right. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that as a child either. That was like high school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my mom always pronounced it Bernstein, so I was... Yes. You know, okay, yeah. that's how you say I'm going to go, like, with the reading theory. It makes sense, too, though. If people around you are saying Steen. Yeah. And you and you know a little bit from when you're learning to read, because they talked about I before you, and your spelling, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that maybe... But since yeah. now it's A before I... Or... Like, <laughs> yeah. Or was it a curse of writing? Misprint. Oh, I think it is all in cursive. What right? are the other like, explanations yeah. for more people remember? Because I mean, look, E-I-N. I mean, look how easy a mistake Bootleg that would be when books. you look it up. There's Bootleg. the EI. How easily so that's that another could be. theory that but I just don't Especially know how many glancing. bootleg books there would have been that I misspelled. Mean, my mom was always looking for a deal. I don't know that she did the bootleg. That's smart. The bootleg. Yeah. Look how easily that could be transposed to that. That a. makes sense yeah. too. Yeah. Vice versa. His knockoffs. Copy because the Bernstein Bears books were like the shit. Yeah, for children's they were books it. Back then. They were it. Well, because like look at like with you know just talking about how there's knockoffs of everything. Like you go to the Cover Bridge Festival, which is essentially a big flea market here in uh, Central Indiana, and you're gonna find knockoff Coach, knockoff everything. So why wouldn't they do knockoff books as kids? Mm. I don't know. They hadn't buttoned up their copyrights. Do you have any more examples of the Mandela effect? Oh, there's been uh, several. One, like misremembering like a bunch of different like movie quotes. Like, if you build it, they will come. It's not true. It's actually, if you build it, he will come. Um, the whole Luke, I am your father. That was never said in the movies. 
It's no, I'm your father. Huh? Yeah. That blows, that blows my mind for whatever reason. Not a <laughs> huge star. And other like little small inconsistencies that other groups of people that there's like a whole mm-hmm. like subreddit on Reddit Sounds as well like that's dedicated to uh, yeah, a collective misremembering mis- so, of yeah. several different cultural items. I got a couple uh, little things for you guys. So oh. Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god. And Mr. Bean says join the episode. He says it's E-I-M too. (laughs) Oh my god. Looney Tunes. So, how is Tunes spelled in Looney Tunes? U-N-E-S. O-O-N-S. Because they're cartoons. They're Looney. What do you guys think? L-O-O-N-E-Y-L-A. I thought it was T-U-N-E-S. Yeah. It is T-U-N-E-S. Reading fun. Okay. You're from the different time. So, let's see. Oh, here's another good one. Um, Fruit Loops. How was fruit? F-R-O-O-T. I have them in my closet. The fruit and Fruit Loops is F-R-O-O-T. Man, I ate too much trash as a kid, too. (laughs) (laughs) Still doing it all. Here for you uh, nerds. Oh. Uh, Pikachu's Tail. Oh, yeah. As a kid, I remember it have that, the dark coloring at the end of his the, tail. The little black Yeah, because every time I would draw tail. Pikachu, I would draw a solid black mark at the end of his tail. And apparently, he, I always remember, I mean, he never, I never had was, it. was a Pokemon person or whatever, but I always remember seeing it with, like, the black tip. I have not paid attention in all my Pokemon Go well, you've probably seen, like, this current timeline's Pikachu. I, I see, yeah. I see, yeah. I wonder if it might be something as simple as, like, you know, you get different artists that rotate through the the studio, mm-hmm. and eventually it just got lost, you know, from the original. Yeah. It might have Lazy. liked it. Oh, here's a movie quote one. Oh, where'd it just go? <laughs> All right, so remember the famous line from Forrest Gump? Box of chocolates one. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. You said life is like. Yeah, I said life's like a box. Of yeah. Chocolates. Apparently, it's actually life was like a box of chocolates. He probably slurred it. I'm gonna probably. blame it on that. Was he life, in Alabama? Life, life yeah, yeah. Alabama. So probably. He probably just said life's. A, oh, life's here's another life. good movie one. Here's another good one. So, what does the wicked wi- the wicked queen say in Snow White when she's talking to the mirror? Do you remember that scene in Snow White? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's, who's the, the fairest, fairest the of them all? I know it's different. It's magic mirror on the wall. Oh. Not, not mirror, mirror not or mirror, something mirror. like that. Lies. But why did we all remember it as mirror, mirror? mirror. Selective hearing as a youth. Like, it's, it is strong with today's youth, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, Steve, <so>. quiet. <laughs> He's We're not. cool. Well, all right, so that sounds like... Did you research? Yeah. No. I guess final verdict on the Mandela effect. It's a solid maybe for me. Yeah, because how do whole groups you of can't people, it. whole like core, what is that called? Core hoax? That's not cohorts. Cohorts. I'll blame it on the alcohol. Cohorts. There we go. Cohorts. Cohort. So, what was it that you? Is it the? What is your conspiracy theory? Um, you guys told me t- that I needed to check out <laughs> the Denver Airport conspiracy theories, which I've never heard of those before. I've never been to the Denver Airport. So this is like something new for you, like yeah, you are learning something on this. Yeah. So apparently, um, you know, there's all these theories surrounding, I guess, issues of like why it took so long to build and. Like, I think people have the misconception of how long it's actually even been there. Oh. Like, it was finished in 1995. That recently? Like, that's when, like, the construction was finished. But it's been there since, like, the 70s. So was it just expanded in 95? Like, I, I think that's the other part is, like, no one knows what they kept doing. 
that there's all these like underground tunnels underneath it. They spent all this money. Uh, so, so it was started in the 70s. I think that's like the original. It was completed until 20 years later? Basically. So it became functional in the 70s, like active as an airport, but it didn't become considered done mm -hmm. until 95? Yeah, like it was supposed to be done in 93, but it really didn't finish until like 95. Well, it makes you wonder if it's like, you know how like, there's lots of things like for presidential safety and stuff mm -hmm. that we don't know. Is it some, is it supposed to be like a bunker for him? Well, there's some theories that there's tunnels that go from Colorado Springs Air Force Base oh. to secret military yeah. operations. Ooh. Yeah. And so like, why were things so expensive? Like they spent all this money on this airport. Military defense. Is it billions? Or millions? I think it was billions. Yeah. Where did I just see that at? Doing some more research. I wonder if they had like... Three billion dollars more. It was three billion dollars more than originally expected. <laughs> That's just more than. More than. Shoot. More than. So like with that big of a difference in the budget, like that, a lot of questions because how much was it? Like, why was it so expensive to begin with? And what's going on like why and then i guess there's a bunch of weird artwork like when you first go in there's like above ground i've, I've been to we the different airport like mm -hmm. twice I think. there's there's a um there is a lot of art bolsifer it's a demon eye horse sculpture yeah that, big that giant... killed the artist luis jimenez legitimately yeah during construction jimenez. <laughs> what Jimenez. Well, I'm not. I don't. I it's never. Okay. I never okay. learned Spanish, and I do believe I knew somebody with the last name Jimenez. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> what? Why are you making fun of me? So the All right. So, anyways, him. he was killed during construction, and then there were two uh, massive murals done by Leo Tangama which theorized to foretell the actual purpose of the airport through messages hidden within the work. What? Hmm. What, what does it, does so it ever explain? It's that? titled Children of the World Dream of Peace and in Peace and Harmony with Nature. So they show the darker side of what the airport is theorized to be. So themes of death, genocide, apocalyptic single government world. <laughs> wow. In this yeah. artwork about children of the world and peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then there's, you know, theories about the Freemasons were a part of the construction. The Knights you can't have a mm -hmm. good conspiracy theory without. Mm -hmm. like some national treasure. Mm -hmm. Um. So there's like basically it's supposed to be like a whole underground city and who knows what yeah. underground beneath the airport because. Because we were there it's in so 2017, many. and it wasn't like that fancy no, it's, of an it's, airport. I mean, it's, it's like, okay, this is just a big so, airport. So, yeah, so why was so much money spent on it, but you don't, it's not reflected mm -hmm. in what people are You're seeing. You're not seeing, it's yeah. It's in the underground what? structure. It has to be, of course. Mm -hmm. Now, didn't you say, like, when we were, like, shooting around about what to, the conspiracies we wanted to talk about, didn't you say you had a story from a friend? Yeah, I had a friend that he was flying out of Denver, and somehow they missed their flight by, like, over an hour or two. They were lost in the airport, hanging out at the bar. They lost track of time just being in this airport. So they... And it wasn't them just being it, drunk. Yeah, it wasn't them just being drunk at the bar. It was just... Did they have their watches set to a different time? That, I'm not for sure. But so he said, are. yeah, it was just like the whole experience of being in that was different. So I don't know. I've never been to Colorado, but isn't like the altitude and the air pressure? like um, It's like a, mile, a little bit over a mile, isn't it? Over, oh, above sea level. So I don't know if it like messes with you. It just made a uh, Steve real sleepy, like a little uh, flu flu like symptoms. Mm -hmm. But it was fine by the time we came back home for our home flight. Mm -hmm. That acclimation period, yeah. you get used to having less oxygen. Yeah, and I think like there's 
um, a lot of extra buildings and hangars and stuff. Because uh, I want to say, um, he said it was super confusing even to try to figure out where to go. But, like I said, I don't know. Um, never been there. But apparently the bird's eye view, all the runways and terminals together can be construed in the shape of a swastika. <laughs> and apparently there's other da, like da, Nazi da. themes within the artwork. What? So the Third Reich is that it? Right? Wasn't Shit. It? Shit. We watched some like chasing hunting Hitler, Hitler on history and how about the the efforts of the Nazi parties in South America and trying to further the Third Reich. That's efforts. a good conspiracy theory. Uh, that's, that's, that's there's scary. a lot of evidence, at least you know that they presented as evidence that was like pretty you know compelling, com- compelling uh, to you know there was a cover up of you know Hitler's uh, you know supposed suicide in Germany versus records uh, of the FBI yeah. and mm-hmm. CIA having. Mm-hmm. been like observing him in South America yes and like some of his really high up people that they kind of knew that they were for sure in, in like, South, America. South America like the um, oh gosh the Avacor um, scientist that did all the experimentation on the Mengele yeah Mengele like yeah. he was in South America and yeah that's all fact yeah that's a known they fact they got death certificates and everything you know yeah. they just sw- switched his name i mean there's one town down there that they were not allowed to go at certain times they were definitely chased off like the people that were investigating it was real sketch it made you feel like that even if they weren't still actively like it's still very much a like nazi white power like, yes like there's the people was, the powers that be there are were very, very uh pro aryan race Type. Yeah, that was like, like it's in several different countries. It's like yeah. uh, Paraguay, and yep, Uruguay, Paraguay, Argentina. Yeah, a lot of those countries that kind of share the similar border in in the Amazon. Um, there, there are some very uh, like Bavarian looking structures, towns. Like yeah, it was all yes. like straight up from the Alps, just transposed uh, into. It's an interesting like yeah, watchtowers. And stuff on water, bodies of water where they might have been snuck in on boats. Yeah. To, and then, you know, just some real, it was very compelling. I'm like, there's, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was entertaining. Ooh, for sure. At like, the very least, it was Honey Hitler, worth your time. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, that was, that was pretty Third cool. Reichs in Denver. So, yeah. Ooh, hope not. Nazis in Denver, huh? Nope. And then, um, I guess some consider this underground hidden to maybe be Area 52. (laughs) (laughs) That it holds a lot of government secrets. Area 51 is just a front to make everyone go there. Yeah. (laughs) The real Yeah, it's misdirection. (laughs) Area 52. So, you know, that it's, you know, with like government secrets, military headquarters, Mm -hmm. you know, of like, um, it would be a place of gathering if, you know, a nuclear fallout yeah. of sorts. So, like, I would be surprised your... if there is something yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're that much over budget, budget and um, there has like to that some was made, there's got to be yeah. something. something. I think I mean, it's very clear that it's got to be government based. With so many, with so many uh, government and air force facilities in the Rockies in general, you know what I mean? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there is a few things there that are uh, off limits as far as civilians go, yeah. knowledge wise. And yeah. So, yeah, I guess the big, you know, theories around it is, like, why was so much money spent on this, but it's not reflected in the actual airport. Like, if I was Um, to go there today, I'd be like, okay, this isn't an airport. Like, billions over budget. It's like your mom giving you money for a car, and you come home with a bicycle, and it's like, what would you do with the rest of the money? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I got bought this bike. That's all you ever ever explain it, is I bought this bike with yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do you think? Do you think there's some secret shit there? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Seems sketch. Seems a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We have today. We have a uh, sponsor uh, ish for our. Yeah. So today's episode sponsored by. The Jack Attack Soap Works. This is our premium 
handmade bars of soap from one Jack Murakami. Uh, we've got Rear Naked Coffee, only made with all-natural olive oil, coconut oil, and 100% Arabica coffee beans. Get your Jack Attack Soapworks bare naked coffee. A rear naked. <laughs> you what. Sorry, Jack. I used rear... to have my hands. It felt real nice. Real yeah. naked coffee. Yeah. Where can so, you get this? Thank Jack you for Jack. being a sponsor today. A Jack Attack is something a 15 year old has. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, By the way, Jack uh, is a friend of ours, and he practices Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, so that's what the uh, the Jack Attack Rear Naked is about, uh, the Rear Naked Choke. Uh, oh, so. I didn't know it was a yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, like, but yeah, this stuff does smell pretty good. And, and it's um, got specks of coffee beans. Yeah. yeah, it looks the part, you know, it looks like legit You know you're getting handmade coffee beans stuff. for sure. Yeah. It looks like soap. Yeah, it works really well. <laughs> I mean, that's what you hope now. Like, right? <laughs> We've burned through one bar, haven't we? Uh, not a jack attack. Oh. Because okay. we, we, we've got a, we got a, a, a avalanche of handmade <laughs> bars of soap for some reason. For his birthday, uh, he got five bars of handmade soap. Yeah, I had a friend okay. meet us at Pies and Pints. Weird. You remember Mote? No. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, my buddy Mote and his girlfriend met us at a uh, pizza parlor. Uh, Jess was there, and so was Steve. And um, they didn't know what to get me for my birthday, which I didn't eat anything. But they went over to the Whole Foods, which was really close, and just bought a whole bunch of bars of soap and gave them to me as a birthday gift. We haven't used it. I thought, I thought you were going to say, like, they knew somebody that no. made it. They no. bought it at, like, a no. farmer's market. They went to Whole Foods. They went to Whole Foods and bought, like, six bars of soap. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. This was like right at the beginning of COVID nineteen, like right before. But her, right her before. parents, her parents are doctors in China, and so they were already experiencing it there. And so I think they they thought oh, they're going to need soap and <laughs> gifted him. So like, hey, you know, we use mostly natural soap right now, but oh, for only because we had get seven you a box of dial. But then I'm going to go to Whole Foods and still. <laughs> It's his birthday. He needs that level up. So I, yeah, right. yeah. You step up. Yeah, step you're, up. you're getting up there in age too. You gotta. I'm getting the old man get, funk. You gotta musk. take care of that skin. It's true. And it's I will true. say, from watching all these uh, soap making YouTubers, that this, this is actually quality soap. I've actually used it. Uh, the edges are beveled. There's no ashing on this, so it's made well. Right yeah. here in Indiana. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He, he he. I've nice. seen his his operations workspace. Um, Jack it, Attack Soapworks. It's a small, it's a small portion of his basement, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, he makes it work. Oh, it. he does. That's nice. All right, so Jack Attack Soapworks, proud sponsor of chatting with friends. That's right. So my uh, my conspiracy theory. This is our last one. Yeah, this is the last one. Okay, Unless Steve has one that he chips in with, but he ain't talking. <laughs> so mine was about uh, like it's sort of it's it's a combination of several things, but I guess you could say like it's it's like specifically the 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 twelfth planet planet X. It's called Planet Nibiru. Nibiru. Can I stop you yes. already? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> how many planets were there? How many planets are there now? Including what's the one that they're saying is not a real planet? Pluto. So is I guess that planet toy. So does this make this twelve or thirteen? Well, they were counting like sort of. I guess like when I was reading through it, it's sort of like the sun is counted as something like a celestial body. The wow. planet and I, like it was is it's ultimately I think it's a bullshit. So like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't bother like trying to memorize how they were counting, but like. They called it the 12th planet. Okay. I'm keeping an open mind because the universe like, is big. It's, oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. still don't know what's what, in ours. What's going on is that it's, it's, it's based... We still don't know what's all in the ocean. Yeah. Let's... Oh, that's a whole different... Don't, don't, <laughs> oh. just don't start on that one. Yeah. 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 So anyway, like it's based on Babylonian mythology. So this... So oh, Babylonians... So um, yeah, the, the, the idea of this planet Nibiru is, has been around for a long time. Right. But it was popularized by um, this... This author who wrote a book called The Twelfth Planet named Zechariah Sitchin. And um, here's the thing about this. This guy, he translated Sumerian cuneiform tablets and got 
this whole, like, basically he did this, uh, um, interpretation of Sumerian mythology of there being this race of aliens who were <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Kyle. All right, let's go. All right, keep it together. Hold it together. It's like, well, <laughs> keep going. So, so the Anunnaki, I believe is, that. uh, what they were called, and they were um, basically from this planet that was formed when it looks like uh, Nibiru was a planet, and it collided with another planet called Tiamat, and it was supposedly between Mars and Jupiter. And when they crashed, it created like the asteroid belt, whatever. Um, and this collision of planetoids, planets, created Earth. And so he s- says that uh, uh, when Nibiru's moons were struck by, um, I guess, Nibiru itself, they split in two, and then um, the different fragments form the asteroid belt, and then um, one of the moons like came crashing through the asteroids, collectively formed into another planet, became Earth. So, um, is, that, like, I, is there that their form of like the Big Bang theory for Earth? Ish, <laughs> yeah. And also, Pluto was formed from this okay. uh, collision as well. So, um, but anyway, I have to tell you this: like this guy who wrote about all this stuff, who supposedly translated this from the Sumerian, um, he uh, has no actual training. Uh, I was just going to ask, what's his has, expertise? What, what right, so, was his so, training? Yeah. How did here's, he know how to translate? Here, here's his expertise. He is a he has a degree in economics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, math is a language. His, but has a degree, he has a degree of economics from the University of London, was an editor and journalist, mm. and um, while working for a shipping company, he taught himself Sumerian Cuneiform. Oh, that's legit. (laughs) (laughs) So, and what year was this? This was um, in the, I'm guessing in the 70s. Yeah, 70s slash 80s. Anyone want to think he was taking a trip on some LSD? Uh, I I know some. (laughs) (laughs) I've become enlightened. So, um, so this this planet Nibiru. This alien appeared yes. to me speaking. They were they <laughs> he were translated. Th- these aliens are called Anunnaki. So they're they're technologically advanced. They're human like, and they apparently uh, arrived on Earth around four hundred fifty thousand years ago, looking for minerals, including gold, and which they <laughs> which they found and mined in Africa. And he stated that these were gods, uh, like to us basically but they were uh apparently the ones that went to earth were like basically blue collar workers and um apparently after a while uh and he's he's getting this from ancient translation you know whatever uh they basically uh mutinied or had a riot said you know like there was no unions apparently so uh, they 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 mutinied over their working conditions, and they created humans to take their place as workers. So and these aliens created. They us? genetically engineered us, probably from primates, which is why some people think so many of our like we're distantly related, you know, to primates. Mm-hmm. Like we have so much. We have a shared ancestry. Shared ancestry, but a lot of our biological makeup also doesn't make sense. Like. You know why we have so many so they bone some... issues, problems, skeletal issues, Weird. whatever. Because we're only meant to be slave workers. Aww. That's that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're like my purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, this is what how humans established like the rule of kings, because the Anunnaki were. Uh, like created the, the, our structure on to help us rule each other um, and keep ourselves in check to a degree, I guess. Um, but he also, well. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But he also mm-hmm. believes that uh, they had a nuclear war, and during the war, factions of these Anunnaki uh, supposedly destroyed the ancient Sumerian city of Ur, 
around 2000 BC. Um, and he he apparently says that there's biblical like references to this or whatever, but um, it's it, that's very questionable. Um, but it's essentially he's he's saying that he, he his interpretations of the Sumerian cuneiform say that there were these ancient aliens that came to Earth to mine gold, especially created us because they didn't have tired, unions. Tired they they didn't they couldn't they couldn't yeah. negotiate, so they created slaves, okay. and follow, those, we follow. the humans were the slaves. Follow. And then they apparently wiped themselves out on Earth, and that's why they're not here. But they're still on the Buru, which um, actually uh, uh, orbits the sun every 3,600 years. Oh. So are you going to get a visit soon? Uh, yeah. Um, apparently, uh, it was supposed to crash into Earth in 2012. Mm. <laughs> because our orbits were aligning. Mm. Okay. So my first question. Um, why didn't he feel it... Feel the need to take it upon himself to translate this. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> someone needs to. Like, where did he get this translation from? Did you say that yeah, earlier? Like, where did he tablets. come up from this? Stone tablets? Yeah, Sumerian stone tablets. Um, but where did an economics guy on a ship Yeah, how did he even come in contact with these? Why did he take it upon himself to be like, I'm the translator of these because I taught myself at the warehouse <laughs> of my lunch break <laughs> without Google. Whoa. Right. All right. hands on deck. Like, you said it was Sumerian? S- Sumerian, yeah. So, like, so why wouldn't it be, like, somebody from, I don't know, too many questions. Well, yeah, because he's also from, um, Ra- uh, not Rajasthan, uh, um, Somewhere around Armenia, I think it was. Okay. I, I don't. Re- I didn't write that okay. that note down. Um, so English also isn't his uh, first language. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I'm just curious why yeah. like, he took it upon himself to let the he, world know. There was no like definite answer. I'm assuming he was just super uh, interested but how do you in even it for some reason. To be interested. How yeah. Do you even come um, to well, because because he because he's uh, originally born in. Well, I guess what is now Israel, and mm-hmm. in the in the early or the late forties. Okay. And I I'm don't sure know. There's an episode of Ancient Aliens on that. Oh, of course there's. Of course there's, because his book, uh, the Twelfth Planet. Oh, he has a book. He no, he has books. <laughs> he has he has many books which have like. And he's of, the only one that can read it because of the translations. Well, you know. We have to learn it from someone. He, yeah. So, like, he has multiple books. Uh, he has he has since passed away. I think he passed away in 2010, or, uh, if, if I remember correctly. But he's still making money. You can still buy his stuff on Amazon. I checked it out. Uh, but he has uh, been one of the biggest influencers in the um, ancient, ancient astronaut aliens. ancient astronaut, astronaut theory that uh, like humans were placed here or created ah, somehow gotcha. like they couldn't they can't we were unnaturally developed put on this world and we can't we couldn't do shit without the help of extraterrestrials gotcha. so okay um so. yeah so basically um that's the extent of the nibiru thing um but there's so much critique so I'll, let me get into like the evidence against right you can believe what you want to but and you there's, said there's so many critics of his works. Uh, of course, um, you said the next com- right the next <laughs> go around, or it should have. It, it, it was a, the, like the there was like the, 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 it was, it's titled the Nibiru Cataclysm. It was supposed to like I guess its orbit mix with ours in 2012 and crash into the Earth. Was supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Supposed so to have happen. you guys heard the theory that the miscalculation was actually. Would be 2020. I did hear I, that. I have heard that. Yeah. For what, the Mayan calendars? Yeah, for yeah. The world that they're Mayan. off. They, I can't remember. I don't know if I heard everything about how they figured out. Well, no, maybe it was off and, you know, it was really meant for 2020. Well, this year has sucked ass. It has so. been a sh- <laughs> shit-tastic year, so let's not put it past <laughs> it. They always, like, flub up the numbers again and give us yeah, a oh, year yeah. every time it's, we it's cast the be, next yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the world was supposed to end a million times already, and that 
it hasn't. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it was 2012 where, like, um, so it was around May because I feel like it was around my birthday and we were in Broad Ripple. And there was... Um, where you go when the world ends. Right. I think we were <laughs> at the Vogue or somewhere and, like, all the little signs outside the bar said, like, in the end of the world party yeah. or, like, you know, made jokes about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there was that movie with Simon Pegg, too, at World's End. Oh, uh, yeah. They did the, uh, the pub crawl in his hometown uh, and the, the World's End was the name of the last pub that they went to. Um, and that was the one that they ended up isn't that like there were aliens there underneath the town they had taken over the town and everybody turned into like robots pubs in scotland i've been there okay there you go (laughs) there you go it all comes around (laughs) so like basically there's there's so many uh so much evidence against this this whole conspiracy theory that basically we were created as a slave race to mine um essentially um, it, the critics have found that like he basically he frequently quotes out of context uh, or uh, truncates his quotes in a way that distorts the evidence to try and prove like basically when people like, same thing is when people try to uh, quote like use Bible quotes or something and they're t- completely out of context they're using like maybe one sentence and you know right. uh, Josephiah thirteen ten or whatever that's like it but you know maybe he was talking about. And eating a hot dog or something. I don't yeah. know. But you know, they're they're telling you not not to kill your kid or something. <laughs> so and and also, um, when evidence was like presented to him in a scientific fashion, um, he basically just ignored it. So that I mean, got to sell books, right? Yeah. Got to yeah. you got to make some money. But scientifically too, like every other cult leader, he. Refuse to turn. Yeah, I did get kind of like Mormony vibes. It's like, oh, these stone tablets. No, no, no. Only I, I have them. Right, right. Uh, there you go. I can only read them. Well, you know, it's 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 crazy because there's um, there's a whole website devoted to debunking his works. It's called SitchinIsWrong.com, <laughs> <laughs> and um, that is uh, I, I I got a kick out of reading that. Um, but it's, it's created by. Um, uh, Dr. Mike Heiser, he has a PhD in Hebrew and ancient Semitic languages from the University of Wisconsin Madison. He got a lot more. Legit. He got that in 2004. He created this website because he was uh, apparently so tired of people ignorantly, blindly believing all this this interpretation of uh, these Sumerian tablets. Um, it's pretty interesting, like because uh, he actually has like these um i don't know what you would say like little uh programs on his website where you can physically go through the documents that are as pdfs uh of the the cuneiforms and um put in your inputs and it'll look for the outputs that you, sh- you, sh- you should be looking for like he says that like in these cuneiforms not once is the name anunnaki mentioned <laughs> at all at all hmm. there's a very vague uh word that's like anuke or something that that means something totally different that he believes that Sitchin took and just totally ran with and um just Sounds started like translating some, yeah. wrongly purposely to make his point made that sounds like someone who taught himself Sumerian would do yeah yeah exactly i mean and also like let's just say Scientifically, Is it? if there was a planet out there that had uh, an orbit that was that eccentric, um, it would create instabilities in our solar system, right? Oh, I believe that. So after only a few trips, its gravity would have disrupted other planets' orbits, and it would have changed the our world's orbit, which has not been happening. And so it says... So the easiest and most verifiable piece of evidence arguing against the existence of this planet can be performed by anyone. It says, according to information available, a planet with a 3,600-year-long orbit that was supposed to impact Earth in 2012 should be available to the naked eye, right? Anyone with a telescope should be able to see this planet crashing towards us or then crashing towards us, whatever. Um, so if... It was coming our way, especially in 2012. 
you wouldn't need a telescope. It would be like a star, a super bright star in the sky. You know what I mean? You wouldn't, you could see it with the naked eye as it was coming to annihilate our planet. Well, <laughs> 2020 has, you know, not impressed us yet, so. You no, know, every day it, it gets fatter and fatter. It really does. That's true. Yeah. And, you know, knowing that the calculations and stuff and being a math teacher and seeing the errors that I encounter on a regular basis, I wouldn't be surprised so if the math is done wrong. We're going to end it now because we are at the end of our segment. <laughs>